Hey everybody, Craig Folly here. Welcome to the Craig Folly Show on Deadline Detroit. We are live at the Buell Bar in downtown Detroit. That means one thing, it's Friday, and that means it's time for the Friday Follies, our weekly roundup of the news, eh, with a bit of a comedic bent, if we're funny at all, which is never a guarantee on this show, but that's okay. I have two great, great guests with me today. Greg Bowens is here. Of course, he is a longtime PR consultant, former <laughs> spokesperson for a Detroit Mayor Dennis Archer, as a matter of fact, and a longtime friend. Greg, welcome back. Thank you, thank you. It's a pleasure. Nancy Kaffer is here as well, of course. Nancy is a columnist at the Detroit Free Press and a member of the editorial board at the Free Press and a frequent follier. Thank you for being here as well. Um, Greg and I are always funny, Craig. I don't know if you can pull your weight. I wasn't. Ah, right, yeah. Greg and I will keep up. I will do my best. I will do my best. And, and Greg, you handle a lot of PR work uh, and uh, occasionally some crisis communications when Every need be. Uh, I think there's this gentleman in Chicago that might need your help right oh. now, a man named Jesse Smollett. Of course, he has just uh, it was announced this morning that he is not going to be on the last two episodes of the season for Empire. He's uh, been kicked off the show for, of course, um, now he's been arrested for filing a false police report right. and getting everybody all riled up about an alleged racial attack that um, did not take place. Mm. Not exactly a good Allegedly. strategy to get a raise. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. 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 <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sorry, but when you pay off the dudes who are attacking you with a check. Right. You allegedly paid off the dudes. Allegedly. The well, the <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. As, 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 until proven guilty, as, but at the as, same time, we as, certainly rushed to judgment on, hey, we're just on what happened. We're just saving you from a lawsuit, man. As one of my, as, as, <laughs> yeah, as yeah, one right. of, as one of my Facebook friends pointed out, I don't think he wrote hoax on the four line. So, you know, there's a check. They'll have to prove Could have been that, for training. They'll, right? have, they'll have to prove that that's what it was for right, in right. a court of law. That's why we have a court of law. We, you know, he's been accused of these crimes that he allegedly committed. That he allegedly committed. Allegedly. Just like the men allegedly committed against him. Uh, well, you know what? Yeah. And, and we, like I said, yeah. everybody rushed to judgment on that. We were know, so right? we were so ready to believe that, though. I wasn't. I I, I didn't. I have to be honest. I didn't. Yeah. I. Uh, it's like, who goes to Subway at 2 in the morning? <laughs> really? I didn't even follow open? the story very All right, exactly. It was like 24-hour Subway they got there, there in there Chicago. You never know. I'm not sure. Uh, but I, um, no I, idea, I but. can think of a lot of things I'd rather eat at 2 o'clock in the morning. Exactly. Subway. And you're rich. You know what I'm saying? Well, but apparently he wasn't rich enough because oh. allegedly yeah. he did this as a way to get a raise from his bosses See, at and the this show. this is what's crazy about allegedly. this story. Allegedly. is because the first story had some stuff that made you go, huh, that's weird. Right, right. And now this, the second version of the story has some stuff that makes you go, huh, that's weird. I like, know. So it's like the, the, the second version isn't like less weird than the first version. And I, I think this is one of those where um, it's going to be interesting to see what comes out in the court case. Because it's, it's, again, the, the idea that you would stage an attack and that that would somehow boost your salary, that's... Crazy. I, nothing crazy about this theory. makes any sense at no, all. No, exactly. Well, I mean, you know, you become like a media figure, you know, in 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 in, in the cast, you become the the person that everybody's turning the empire to watch, in some kind of way. Yeah. And uh, but I mean, you have to be pretty narcissistic to you know want to do this. And maybe he just didn't have a real understanding of the impact that this kind of thing would have. You know what I mean? Well, allegedly. Allegedly. You know, I think the thing I think the thing about this that ticks me off the most though is it's given Donald Trump an opportunity to play the victim oh card God. here. And that's the thing that you can never have a situation where you allow that to happen because now he's like, Look at these poor MAGA you know, MAGA people who are getting this kind of abuse and no, all this no. sort of stuff. And the other thing about it that was funny to me was how many politicians 
you know, had put things out on their Twitter feed or one of their handlers put something out on their Twitter right. feed that are now sort of having to backtrack all this. Deleted tweets everywhere, you know, but everybody has screen captures of all well, that kind of stuff. But here's an important thing to remember. Um, there are a lot of hate crimes in this country. Absolutely. Every day there are hate crimes. This undermines and a lot so, of those. But, but also the idea that when someone reports a hate crime, people believe them isn't mean that they're flawed or that they were too ready to believe it because it's a thing that happens often. And I'll also say... No, there's been, you may have heard, some issues with Chicago and policing and Absolutely. race. A couple oh, issues. Sure. So, I mean, there, there's not a, for someone to believe that this attack happened as reported doesn't mean that they were too credulous or that they were too eager to, to make a certain case. We have a lot of hate crimes in this country, and they're, and they're growing. The number is growing. So this is not, it wasn't crazy for people to believe this happened. I, I didn't, I have to be honest, I didn't follow this story too closely beyond no. the headlines when it first sure. came out because, um, you know, it's distressing and whatever. And I just found right, right. something that I really, uh, I really followed too closely. And I didn't really, you know, now you kind of can't escape the story. It's everywhere. So it's well, I mean, well, it's, that's that's the thing. Anytime you give Donald Trump and and those folks the opportunity to to play the victim, it becomes you know on top of what we normally have in terms of people crying wolf when it's not true, right? And so that undermines so many things on so many different levels. Whether you're African American, whether you're gay, you know, all that stuff where, like you said, real things do happen. And me, in the meantime, we've got some guy who's an officer in the Coast Guard who was plotting to, like, shoot and kill people. Yeah, and that's, and that's some pretty serious stuff. Yeah. So, but also this this one, if this is this allegedly false incident, right. shouldn't, we, we, we don't have to let it undermine the legitimate hate crimes that some people will try to use that, but we right. don't have to let that happen. Oh, well, Fox News, it's been their number one story for, oh, for sure. the last few days. Yeah. And, and yeah. they've okay. been using it as a vehicle to sit there and say, well, this was a hoax, this was a hoax. Right. All this stuff is overblown, well, when in reality, what we are seeing is indeed a spike in the actual numbers of, of hate crimes and, well, and, and uh, you know, inspired attacks. Friday, Friday Follies podcast, Friday Follies podcast listeners, here's your talking point. There mm. is a spike in the number of hate crimes happening in this country. Hate crimes are reported to police every day. They're likely underreported. Um, and when someone challenges you on this, say, look, one allegedly false incident doesn't undermine the fact that we have lots of hate crimes that happen in this country every day and that they're on the rise. There's your talking point, folks. You know, Say that to your friends at the bar, your son and I mean, what's interesting about this, too, is that this is almost like a bad script. You know what I mean? It's almost like something that you would write for a TV show uh, uh, on Empire, a scene on Empire. But it, it, and, and now the way that it's unfolding, you know, you have to wonder about this guy's mental state. Well, that's the thing. It's you know? so crazy that you... you anyway. Yeah. But it's, it's so crazy that either there's going to be something that we find out happened in his mental background, right, right. behavioral health issue of right. some kind, or we're going to find out that there's yet another twist in the story that we haven't. Well, there's always going to be more. I mean, you know, once people start testifying and start talking about, you know, when and where and how and all that stuff, I mean, the two Nigerian guys, it's going to be interesting to hear, you know, what they have to say about it and why would you get involved in it? Is that you had no idea about the serious consequences that would happen? The whole thing's crazy. $3,500, man. People are desperate for money. They'll do, they'll do things like that. Uh, well, yeah. I, you know. I, I know. Well, they got a free... Uh, I, guess, I don't know how much it costs to fly to Nigeria from Chicago, but I'm sure that $3,500... Well, there's a prince over there that's going to fund it, right? <laughs> <laughs> had to go... Uh, I don't know. Right, I always get got, those emails. There's some right, prince over right. there that wants Maybe to get like, money. You know, the $3,500, and then, like, what is it? One of those Travelocity rewards pops up, and they go, like, all right, we can go home. <laughs> I well, don't know. But then they came back. <laughs> but then they came back, right? 
So I don't know. I, it's just it's all very weird. It to is, get the rest of the money, I heard it was five hundred bucks allegedly. It, interesting though, this has taken up all the bandwidth out there. In reality, though, there's a lot of stuff going on around Donald yeah. Trump right now. I mean, we're, oh, we're now expecting yeah. the Mueller report could be sometime in the next week or so. Gotta, this is how the Mueller maybe. report is going to look. Redacted. We will see nothing. It'll be a black screen. Um, yeah, you know, there's that. We've got the state of emergency that he didn't have to declare, which is a really well. This weird, took that. This really took that off the front on page, right? Right. Um, yeah, there's a lot of other stuff to talk about. It's like eyes on the prize, folks. Let's keep our eyes right on the real stuff that's happening that's undermining our government. And I mean, the uh, idea, the guy that used to be the former FBI guy that wrote a book, what's his McCabe. name? Yeah, and he's running Andrew around McCabe. and he's saying, you know, Donald Trump actually could be a Russian asset. I mean, now that is deep. And well, now he's got the codes. One guy who indeed. <laughs> now Putin has the codes. What are we going to do? <laughs> Just in case you could sleep. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. This is right. Well, one guy who has uh, not stopped talking about this in his own defense is Roger Stone, of course, who was a one time campaign. You're not really going to defend Donald guy, Trump. Defend the guy? <laughs> Absolutely not. You oh. say, Basically, you, you said in his defense. I'm like, no, no. You got a Nixon no, tattoo? No, no. Roger Stone. Oh, Roger Stone's tattoo. Oh, my eyes. I can't. He's got a big Nixon tattoo on the back on his back. But um, he basically got a Nixon's, gag order from the judge. Nixon's face. Speaking of gagging, right in the middle of his back. Wow, it's yeah. pretty big. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a lot of pain for Dick Nixon. Sorry. I know, right? Um, but Roger Stone gag order. He's not allowed to talk about it. Anymore. Anymore. He was going all over cable news talking about things. Then, of course, he puts an Instagram post that is a picture of the judge who is overseeing his case with a crosshair on it. And then he said the other day in this weird testimony, I don't know if he saw any of this stuff or mm-hmm. read any of it. He's like, well, I didn't know what that symbol meant. He said it was a Celtic symbol. Or maybe in the, the occult, but I don't know the occult, so I don't know what it was. And that it was randomly selected. By Didn't somebody it? who has access to his phone, which yeah. nobody has access to my Wait, phone. This, this is, Putin this is, does. <laughs> this, this, the theme of this conversation is... Pe- That's a joke, folks. The, the, the theme know. of this... Allegedly. Allegedly. That's right. The, the theme of this conversation is people with very, very weird explanations for things they did. Yes. Ah, yeah, right? Like, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is like, huh... Hmm. This is this is the, the reaction of the week is, huh? Yeah, I don't know how you could I don't know how you can say um, I put a picture randomly of the judge who it just happened to have a thing that looked like a crosshairs, but oh, it's just a crazy. It's just, it's just a random picture that somebody happen? had sent me that I had on my phone for and some I, reason. It's, I guess he was just trying to give her an Irish blessing. What is that? What it was? <laughs> really, sort of like one of those sort of friendship rings things with the two hands coming I together. I mean, what? The I heart. Mean, it's, it's a. It's a crazy. It's crazy, huh? Yeah. yeah. Say it with me. Well, I, anybody want to take bets on how long he stays out of the media if he can actually comply with it? End of day. Well, he took, he took off for Florida <laughs> immediately after this because he's lucky he's not in jail. And the judge said as much. Open he your took mouth again. Florida. I'm going to put you in jail. That's well, not a weird place to go. <laughs> well, we'll get into Florida a little bit right. later. Florida <laughs> makes a triumphant return to the Friday Follies today. So that's a, that's a big deal. It's been a couple of weeks since I had any fra- Florida news. Because Florida man is always yeah, yeah. a story, right? I know, Remember, right. Florida man. So we'll get into that a little later. But I, just, so, I, mean, I, miss the, I miss the chant. You know, he, every time he goes, comes out of the courtroom, they go, lock him up, lock him up. You know, I wanted yeah. to see one more replay of that. Yeah. Well, you know he may. I mean? Well, let's get into politics here a little bit. Uh, Bernie Sanders announces his run. And, of course, the Democrats are all freaking out, trying to figure out what they're going to do about Bernie this time around. We are freaking out. In the meantime, he's raising some <laughs> serious cash. He's raising a lot of cash. Uh, he, he will be 79 years old if Ooh. he's elected. 
which is not young. I remember when I was a kid and Ronald Reagan got elected, he was going to be 70 when he took office, and everybody thought that that was just far too old for the job. Clearly, health care has improved a little bit since then, at least in terms of <laughs> medical care. Not, not funding. Didn't say funding, everybody. Um, but Bernie Sanders, I mean, like I said, the Democrats are freaking out about this. They don't know what to do with Bernie. We never do. I mean, there's still, you know, we had our convention a couple weeks ago, our state convention a couple weeks ago. I ran. The other lady won. Good job. Hey, congratulations. Good. <laughs> thank you. Thank you're, you. You're a good you know, sport, you sir. But, you know, the progressive wing, there's still that sort of, like, fight that goes on inside the Democratic Party between the Bernie bros and everybody else. You know what I mean? And that there are people that are just they're dying to see him in the race and you folks might remember we begged bernie sanders to get in the race in the first place because hillary clinton was too far too centrist remember we needed something because she was going to run unopposed and it was like please somebody get in the race and move her to the left bernie got in the race and like burnt the house down <laughs> and now there's sort of like this permanent faction inside of the democratic party that has been fighting hard and they have been getting power in the state Democratic Party. They now sit on the state central committee. They, they're on a bunch of the different district boards and stuff like that. The Cannabis Caucus, the Progressive Caucus. I mean, they're serious. So here's two and, things that the faction that was pro-Bernie in 2016 said about yeah. Hillary. She's such a divisive candidate and you're underestimating how much people dislike her. Here's what I would like to say to Bernie bros. He's a very divisive candidate, and you're underestimating how much people dislike him. I mean, there are a lot of people with real hard feelings about what happened in 2016. He has very high favorable ratings right, right. now, but so did Hillary prior to the 2016 campaign, higher actually than his are now. Mm -hmm. um, there's a thing that happens when you go through a campaign where your favorable ratings don't tend to stay as exciting and oh, shiny sure. as they For were sure. before. And he is someone, again, there's a lot of animosity, a lot of people... Uh, consider him one of the factors that led to Trump's win. And I, I don't think that Democrats, I don't know, a big lesson from 2016 is that people aren't going to start liking your candidate just because you think they ought to. That well, is a lesson that anyone who backed Hillary can tell you. People aren't, sure. people aren't going to start liking your candidate because you think they should. Well, right, and that right, applies right. to Bernie. It's there's, not just there's a Hillary lesson. Also right a lot more that. competition for the Bernie faction than there was... Right. Last time around. Yeah, I mean, it's a different You've got a landscape. number of candidates who are espousing the exact same sort of ideas that he is that I think are going to take a lot of the oxygen out of his balloon here. And I don't know if that's the right phrase. I'm mixing my metaphors here. But, um, you know, it's not going to be as easy a path for him. It's not going to be a simple split between, right. okay. between Hillary and, and, and Bernie and, this time around. And here's a serious question. I realize we have set a very low bar for the office of the presidency right now, mm. but regardless of the campaign, regardless of how effective he Bar's is at mobilizing people, regardless of how good he is at raising money, regardless of how good he is at throwing out progressive issues, mm -hmm. can you, do you see Bernie Sanders functioning as president of the United States? Do you feel like he would be an effective president? That's a question we have yeah, to bring is. back. There needs to be some meat on the this. bones. I mean, you can say you want to do all this kind of stuff, but now people are like, "All right, how are you going to do that?" Well, but and now, but, but now you didn't because have to last time, now because the landscape has changed, in part because of him pushing those issues out there, there can be more serious discussions about you know these proposals. You know, we really, as opposed to looking at it and saying "cows for everybody," and then going like, "Oh hell, we're never going to be able to pay for that. How are we going to do that?" Now we can have a discussion about it. We talk about free Medicaid for Medicare, I mean, free health care, not yeah. Medicaid, health care for everybody. How does that look and what kind of impact will that have on the system of people who depend on Medicaid right now, for example? And so, you know, I, I, I look forward to seeing that kind of thing. But visioning Bernie Sanders as president, you know, I kind of see 
Larry David. <laughs> I mean, I, and, but, the, you know, <laughs> I don't disagree with that. Yeah, right? it's great. I mean, Larry David, I love point. it. There are other very progressive candidates in the field who are also a little more. Who are also actually Democrats, by the way. Well, yeah, there's that. I mean, yeah. but, that's, but that's, who, that's a grudge that the, the Dems are going to hold on to for a while. But who also have been more effective? But have also been more effective in their jobs, and who are more able to. Um, have more of a deeper think about policy. Right, right, right. I mean, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a crowded field. I expect a couple more people are going to announce before we're before we're through here. Yeah, yeah. The first debates are in June. Yeah, right? they're coming up. Yeah. Ugh. The NBC family I, I companies wish we have had, them all. I wish we had a law. <laughs> I wish we had a law that this campaign couldn't start till January of 2020. Wouldn't that I, be nice? I actually think that would be a, a good move. I would like to see yeah. a reduction in the amount of time they get to campaign yeah, as well. It's, but it's, like I mean, it's going to be a these, miserable two years. Which one of these folks can insult better than Donald Trump? You know? I, it's a good question. Um, That's how he wins. He goes out and he beta dogs well, everybody you know, else out. I, I noticed in the... In the um, you're not going to say Trump is sounding presidential, no? No. Right? Oh, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. That's not crazy here, folks. Come in, on now. In, in, the, in, the, in the Kavanaugh hearings. Yeah. But well, oh, In the Kavanaugh hearings. I just want to say when the senators were questioning him. I and, like beer. And, and Kavanaugh, <laughs> Kavanaugh talked over a lot of the senators who were questioning him. I mean, yeah. you know, particularly um, some of the female senators. I will say Cory Booker has something going for him, mm-hmm. which is a very, uh, very his voice like reverberates like he's got a very oh, deep like, like that yeah and and notice that it kind of cut through in the contentious supreme court hearings um it kind of cut through kavanaugh like screeching at him in a way that so i'm gonna say you may not have to beat donald trump on insulting if right, you right. have like a deep and impressive sounding voice and also kamala harris uh she um her prosecutor her prosecutorial technique yeah. um really seemed to put kavanaugh uh, yeah. She. I mean, there were a couple of people who stood out as when they spoke, and I'm not speaking at all to whether right. they should be president or whether they're a candidate that I, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about people who, in a situation with someone who is very keyed up and flinging insults and sort of behaving disrespectfully, mm-hmm. Kamala Harris and and Cory Booker both, I thought, stood mm-hmm. out for being able to kind of. And Maisie Hirono did too, I thought, but she's not running. Right, um, right. But really. Um, really kept control of the conversation and really uh, stayed on target. And so you don't necessarily have to fight fire with fire, but you do have to bring your own brand of shutting it down to the table. And we saw that those guys were able to do it. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's well, true. I don't know. You know, Kamala, she's, it's going to be hard for her because she was a prosecutor. You know what I mean? And it it's is, like, but, well, but see, yeah. she's. And again, I'm not talking about their qualifications right, as a right. candidate, just in terms of their delivery. And they're, and they're not the only people who could bring that to the table. There's other people in the race who may have their own style. I'm using them as examples of right, how, right. You can, how you can. Can I, can push I, back can I ask a quick question? To be the mean girl. Can I ask I a quick that. question yeah. though? Because one of the things that we're witnessing here right now is that you've got, of course, Bernie Sanders in the race, and you've got some people with definitely uh, more left-leaning ideas, mm-hmm. things like Medicare for all, all that kind of stuff, which some one term is like democratic socialism, right? And the Fox News crowd is running with socialists are running. You know, right, we right. can't have socialism in America. We're not going to be Venezuela. And I, <laughs> can we stop the comparisons between the United States and the possibility of maybe having a nationalized healthcare system with what's happening in Venezuela? At what point are we going to get sane about what these isms actually mean? Yeah, never. We're never going to get sane about that. No. Good. So, okay. Well, we got to. It's got to happen. Okay, but the average person. Okay. We are all kind of, in one way or another, in the business of thinking about politics, right? Okay. And thinking about policy and thinking about ideology. Right. And it matters a lot to us and people like us 
whether or not we're being ideologically consistent, whether our position on um, universal health care and Medicare and immigration and whatever, if mm -hmm. they all have some sort of ideological consistency to them. Mm -hmm. I don't think this is normal. I think this is what happens when you're a specialist or quasi-specialist in a field. You know, the, the joke in 2009 of the person whose sign said, don't you know, keep your keep your socialized medicine off my Medicare. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. And, you know, it's like, oh, ha ha. Let's laugh at that person. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't. You know, I think that the average person and I don't think we should laugh at them for this. I think we should understand that everyone doesn't take an academic approach to, uh, to government. Right. Um, I think to the average person, you like the programs that you feel like help you and mm -hmm. you don't like the programs that you feel like hurt the programs that you need or you don't use. Or you don't use. And so as opposed to being like, oh, you know, we have socialized programs in this country of fire departments, police departments, um, social roads, social security, Medicare, pretty much anything where we collectively put money into a pot. Though, I mean, right. technically socialism is a police. whole separate thing. Well, <laughs> controlling the means of production, right. things along those lines. Yes. amenities like what we have. Right. Um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know that it does a lot of good to point out these things. Because, again, it's human nature. And I don't think people who, who approach it this way, again, are to be mocked or, like, laughed at. It's just not everybody approaches this in the same way. Well, and we have to respect that. Well, can, well can, yeah, that's, that's you know, I, we, I agree We do need to get to some that, people I, that we can mock, though, here in just what? a couple of seconds. Okay. This is flying by, right? I like mocking. It goes mocking really, really fast. Let's get on to the mockery. Um, so we need to get into some mockery here. Because I think there's some other stories that we need to talk about. Um, you are a native Alabaman. Correct. Alabamian. 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 Alabama. Alabama Gander. Whatever. <laughs> Say that ten times. I'm sorry. Alabama oh, Gander. On the eye roll. I can do it again. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. And I'm, I, You're going to get some crosshairs over there, buddy. I'm not blaming her for this. But this guy writes a column in Alabama, some dinky little paper that he's been in charge of since 1964, the year of the Civil Rights Act. This guy's been running this little paper in, in Alabama. The Democrat reporter in Linden, Alabama. I have no idea where Linden Me is, either. by the way. I mean, exactly. Me either. I don't but know. But the guy's name is... I can't bam... I'm from Alabama, so he's going to try to make me bam-a-splain this No, word. I'm not. <laughs> this guy's name is Goodlow Sutton, which is a good old, good old Southern That's name. That's an Alabama name. I'm not Goodlow. Goodlow? But he basically wrote a column that like said it was time for the Klan... His column was entitled, Time for the Ku Klux Klan to Night Ride Again. Mm. This guy writes this paper, and he said... This is great. If we could get the Klan to go up there and clean out D.C., we'd all be better off. And then this, some people asked him about it, and he said that the KKK, they only killed but a few people. That was a direct quote. Only killed but a few people, and he didn't consider it a violent group. He said they're more like the NAACP. Mm. Well, I should let you know that Greg Bowens is the head of the Gross Point chapter of the NAACP Well, my time just well. ended last Oh, did month. it? Yeah. Well, hey, you got Founding it started. Founding president. <laughs> you got it started, which is not a small deal. But, right, right. Um, you know, that's got to that's gotta burn a little bit. You know, oh, the KKK is like the NAACP. My ass, people. I know. Don't let anybody feed you that kind of crap ever. It's not the same thing. It's not even close to the same thing. And most sane people would recognize that. But the fact that there's still people out there doing this kind of okay, crap people. is ridiculous. Let's be a person. <laughs> like, uh, no, people. People. Be, there are people out there. I, I think this guy's, we saw them in Charlottesville. This guy's nuts. We did see him in Charlottesville. Okay, but people, as people likening the NAACP and the Ku Klux Klan, no. there are not a lot of people no, doing it. Probably not. Like this guy's nuts, man. And he, he's you know, clearly he, nuts. Someone on Twitter posted other editorials he's written. Mm -hmm. It seems to be just 
he seems crazy and right. gross and awful and old. I mean, and his, his, his stuff is like... That's why it's important to own your own paper. Henry Ford knew this back in the day. He wrote, a, he wrote an editorial encouraging, encouraging, in 2016, encouraging people to vote for the real American, not the Ivy League social climber, which I guess he meant... Barack Obama? It's uh, 2016. Oh, 2016. Uh, I'm sorry, did I say the wrong date? Saying, uh, yeah, uh, I thought the Ivy League social climber was Trump, but apparently he meant Hillary. Well, wait, <laughs> he, did, he did go to the Wharton School, didn't he? That's technically he went to yeah, Harvard I, School? Yeah, Is that he, what you're saying? The Wharton no, School. To, oh, Wharton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, that yeah, was but, a social promotion. Yeah, but okay. appa- apparently, apparently he meant, oh, the Ivy League social climber with a lust for money, is he, he meant Hillary. It was apparently, oh, wow. that, that I, I would have read that to mean Trump, but whatever. He's not the guy with the gold toilets in his private plane. And okay. then he wrote another editorial thanking Russia if they had anything to do with defeating Hillary because he thought that that was a good move and whoever helped, you know, thanked them and said, go Russia. So, I mean, this guy is... This guy is Wait, but how, 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 how does this kind of thing get promoted in the media? I mean, how does it gain traction? You just pointed out he wrote a lot of stuff. I think the Russians are behind it again. I really do. They have uh, never stopped. I think what, I think what happened <laughs> Those is are bots pushing it came that story. across the desk of someone at the local at the paper in Montgomery, which I guess is close to this place. Yeah, and yeah. then, I don't know, probably but They wouldn't go, oh, that's it. old Goodlow. He's just crazy. Don't pay any attention to him. <sighs> I think probably. I mean, it's clicks. Thing. Everybody we wants clicks, man. We don't man. control the story anymore either, though. Someone could oh, put yeah. it out on Twitter. That's true. You know, right. someone could post it on well, Facebook or TikTok. This no, is the no, reason why we guys. need journalism, so that we can. Somebody needs to do an investigative <laughs> story <laughs> somebody, on that. Somebody, guy. somebody and writes and really column. get them out there. See, yeah. in Alabama, you got a situation where this guy writes this column saying it's time for the KKK to rise up again to take care of Washington, whatever the heck that means. Right. But then on the other end of the spectrum of maybe being a little bit too freaked out about things, the Detroit City Council. You know, decides to cancel the Autorama auto jump because it's going to be the Smokey and the Bandit car this year. And apparently it had a Confederate flag on the front license plate thing. Right. So they nixed the whole thing rather than just take the plate off. I mean, you could do that, I suppose. Well, I mean, maybe they wouldn't but do that. No, the whole car is. It's got, you know how the car looks. No, it's that's that's the, the General Lee from Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. This is the Smokey the, and the Bandit Firebird Trans Am, the black oh, so one not, with the gold I've thing. Never seen it has, it had a Confederate the flag the on the front license like, plate thing. Okay. I've so, never, I, well, good. I, <laughs> <laughs> but good. I'm sorry, the car jump is a cool thing that they do out there. Turn out all the statues it. and crush all the Smokey and the Bandit cars. That's what I say. <laughs> I've never seen Smokey and the Bandit. I, you haven't seen Smokey No, Smokey. I would agree that... Burt Reynolds, Sally Field? Come on now. Not even a rerun. Oh, sorry, guys. It was but a big I, thing in the 70s. I'm going to say, you I, around I, for I that agree. Stuff. There's no place for yeah. the Confederate flag. No. A lady from Alabama is here to tell you there's no place for the Confederate flag. Oh, so now you're speaking for all of Alabama? Yes. Alabama's <laughs> Bama's playing it for you now. <laughs> now I'm going to Bama's playing it. Sorry, yeah. Well, let's... I, I, no, and also, though, Michigan, let's, let's, let's get right with the Lord on this, because um, I see Confederate flags all oh, over absolutely. the place oh, my God. in Michigan. And well, Kid Rock. What even is that? Kid Rock from suburban yeah. Detroit. Um, it's Confederate the, it's, flags it's all over the stuff. lie that people are trying to tell that the Civil War was about states' rights and, and all this stuff. I... Th- I saw a T-shirt for sale on Mackinac Island. Did you? That said, with the Confederate flag, that said, if this flag makes you angry, you don't know history. I complained to the, I told the manager, like, I was yeah. going to buy something. I didn't buy a T-shirt for my kid while I'm up there. I think if, if I, you know, I was going to buy T-shirts for my, my souvenir T-shirts here. I'm and he's not selling going it. To. He's selling it underneath Fort Mackinac, right? Uh, There's yeah. a fort on the hill overlooking yeah, yeah, that was right. part of the union. And, and, I, and I was there. It wasn't for the annual policy conference, but I was up there okay. for the for the semi the biannual Republican conference. So I mean, this is like a lot of people on this island right, right. all the time. And this guy is like, "Hey, I'm going to sell this 
gross T-shirt. Well, I mean, we know just... we know the flag and the statues were all built up in the in the in the in the before the civil rights, and particularly during the civil rights area, as a response to people mm-hmm. trying to exercise their civil rights. You know, sure. Yeah. So and also uh, like. The people who say that it's about Southern heritage and it's not just yeah. about... No, it's, it's not. And, it, and sometimes it doesn't matter how you personally feel about a symbol mm-hmm. because it just doesn't stand for that. Well, it's not always it's, about you. It's about it, what it, the other person it, feels. It, it's, it's not. But just a second. The fact like is that, that. This, this flag is connected... It was created by... Uh, uh, the Confederacy, right? And, and you can't like if you feel like it's about something else, you're, you're wrong, right? Right? Because it's it's about well, like this is not this is not like I mean this is this is a this is what it is. Why couldn't they just put the American flag on the on, the on the front of the license plate? Yeah, good good Painted question. Blue and good white, question. And, you know. So so let's let's stay down south for a little bit, but on some of the goofier stuff because this is Florida. Um, a man in arrest, a Florida man, again, Florida man, this is how you start these, was arrested. He got in a fight with his girlfriend, and he got arrested for throwing a burrito at her face. Hey, you know, that's... I, I'm sorry. I like burritos. I don't think I'd want to do that. <laughs> I, I can't imagine what made me so angry that I needed to throw a burrito. Well, you would have to let go of your burrito. Yeah. Uh, you would have to let that go, you right. To get my burrito, you pry it from my cold, dead fingers. <laughs> I'm just I, and, and the Wait, other story but, well, from Florida... Because, well, why? I mean, but that's still assault. Yeah. If I throw this phone at you and bing you in the head with it, yeah, right, well, that think, would hurt a lot more than, than a burrito. Probably depends on what's in. It's just this Florida after all, right? Was it frozen or was it cooked? And if it was Chipotle, it could be a biohazard. So. I think you should. There you go. I think you should gently pass a burrito to someone you love. Ah, that's not that's there you go. Yeah. Uh, okay, gently this is I, this is in Georgia. <laughs> this is in Georgia. Uh, guy Ooh. got in a fight with his family over a box of Cheez-Its. Yeah. So he locks them in the house, pours gasoline on the front porch, and lights the house on fire. His mother had to escape from a second-floor window. The guy burnt the house down over a box of freaking Cheez-Its. It couldn't have been because of that. It had to, it had to be something leading up to... Greg, it's because he was crazy. Yeah. That's exactly it. Mental but illnesses like that for Let's real, Let's go to the folks. response of the week. Huh. Right. you got to be crazy to do something like that. Uh... uh yeah, of course. And this, there's way, there's got to be way more to the story. But I mean, these, but these are, this is, is this the clickbait? Is there any hurt. other snack food that can incite that much excitement than a box of Cheetos? Because I'm not sure there is a more perfect snack food than Cheez-Its. This is, this is the clickbait that That's we're, wrong. this is the society that we're in now. This is what goes for news. You know, there's a deeper story there. We all know it, right? Well, but I have to dig this stuff up in the deep recesses of the news world. Five from Friday. <laughs> yeah, fellas. right. This Google is five minutes. Bad. Google Cheez-Its and like, you know, Cheez-Its, fire. Cheez-Its, we Georgia. Be, we It'll could be, be there. discussing um, my, my column this week about a Detroit Future Cities report on the state of the African-American middle class in Detroit. But, but this that, is the Friday funny. Follies, though, Nancy. Yeah. We'll actually have you on my <laughs> regular show to talk about that <laughs> okay. kind of stuff. You should. I, I, I will. I will. Well, I actually thought was, that was there something really funny about it? Because no. we could talk about it. No. no. Um, serious. Have you guys seen this one? Uh, this was proof that the. Well, what's funny about a man burning his house down with people inside? That's not funny. Well, the fact that the fight That's was true. over a box of cheeses. Yeah, they could have died. Well, they could have, but they didn't. They all lived. What if this Thank was God. staged? No, never mind. <laughs> what if he paid? <laughs> yeah, did he pay them? Did he pay them? Um, I, all right, this is a sign that the dorks are truly taking over. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're dorks. Watch out! In France, we're sci-fi in France, oh, I, I love sci-fi. Yeah. Okay, I mean, trust right. me. I'm, a, I'm, a I'm waiting for I, Game I, of Thrones. I'm That's a star the last. Well, the thing she's, she's all over that stuff. I know. I'm waiting for. But yeah, and, and you know, I've, I've got a problem because we have Dish Network, and they're in a dispute with HBO, and they have canceled their you stuff. Can get the little app. 
I'm going to have to do something because I'm going to have to watch this one. Because I don't want to listen to all of you guys talking about these episodes and not being able to join in. I just can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. But I'm already paying for that stuff. Right? Anyway, but um, the French people that oversee fencing (laughs) have now accepted lightsaber duels as an official part of the fencing world now. Well, that would be interesting if you could actually stab somebody <laughs> with a lightsaber, you know? But lightsaber dueling has become an official sport in France, and that's kind of interesting. And apparently there's something about the way that you have to do it. So it has to, like, go behind your back or something. You're not allowed to just, uh, you know... Just you're not, swing wildly. You're not allowed to just swing wildly, no. And Can you so, use the force? Yeah, I, apparently. I, I, is the force allowed? That's the thing. Can you use the force? Penalty Perry, for, for forced choke. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. But apparently you have to you have to do it the way that okay. they do it in the movies. So, all right. Now that would be really think? cool. Eh, I think that would be fun. I don't care. No, you don't care. <laughs> Sorry, Come on. I don't, I don't you, care. Really? I thought it was I have kind no of funny. opinion on this. Star Wars is. I mean, You're not Star, a Star Wars. Fan? I was, and then we got you know crappy movie after crappy. Did you see the Solo? Oh, did you, you don't like the, it for the new generation. Did, huh? No, did you? See, I thought I saw that, Solo. I liked it. It was entertaining. Oh, Solo, Solo was, was bad. Awful. Solo was Rogue awful. One. Rogue One is the best Rogue of all Rogue Star Wars movies. Good. Best one. The Force Awakens was good. The Last Jedi was like. Yeah. What? Like they went on this whole weird sideline off to this casino planet thing right, right, where right. it was totally didn't matter. It was right. material. There was the whole thing with the weird um, lactating sea beast thing. Yeah, there yeah. was like yeah. the, there was the whole weird like like the projection right, thing well, and yeah. he sort of like disappeared. And went into the whole thing with the black mirrors. It was like the scene from Legend where where Mia well, Sara got gets two minutes here. Up. So I'm gonna we're gonna end then on a Star yeah. Wars note. I'm I'm like, since note. we've all thought, we've all seen the all of the movies. The whole experience has been sour for me. Should they just, should they just end it? Yes. End it now. It's time yes. for the franchise to, to go away. Yes. No way. Yes. No? No, no, no. It's not time for it to end. Yes. There's so much meaning. It relates so much to the world today. We have our own new sort of incarnation of Darth Vader and, well, but the, you know, the other thing is when we a can, crumbling republic. We have and, this thing now in movies where the only movies that get made are sequels to or franchises like the Marvel hegemony that, that, that like... Yeah, but those are at least pretty good. No, oh my God. <laughs> what movies are, are you good. watching? Those like movies Thor. are hot garbage. I like the Thor movies. Hot <laughs> garbage. Hot garbage. Hot garbage for wow. people who find emotional substance in the writings of 12-year-olds. I love comic books. Those ones stink. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Wow. So, uh, so we got the Marvel hegemony 